morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, I'm going to make the case for Austin Reeves to start getting more minutes. Dwight Howard says that it was disrespectful for the uh, voters of the NBA Top 75 to leave him out. And LeBron James, uh, (laughs) uh, we get an update on his ankle and we all get to breathe a little easy. As per usual, I want to start with the good and actual news here. LeBron is listed as probable for the Spurs game uh, tonight. By the time you guys are listening to this, he is. Uh, he he said after the game that when he went down and somebody collided with his with his ankle area, that he said not again. Uh, <laughs> I would agree with the sentiment that that was the first thing I thought of. It also kind of reminded briefly of Kobe. Uh, kind of sliding into Bynum's knee for Bynum's second, uh, you know, and, and essentially career-ending knee injury. And so it was nice to see LeBron pop right back up, didn't miss any game time, and appears ready to not miss any game time moving forward this week. So great news on that front. Seeing as this is just a quick little update, Dwight Howard was asked about being left off of the top 75 uh, Aaron Larsoul and I actually discussed this at length on The Hook this last week, so you're going to want to check that conversation out if you didn't already. Uh, but Dwight Howard says it was, quote-unquote, disrespectful. And you know what? To be completely honest, I agree. <laughs> Honestly, he could have been higher than top 75. He's better than some of the guys that were on the original top 50. God forbid any of those guys get knocked off. Uh, but he is, is uh, somebody who because of the way that his career has played out, because of some of the histrionics off of the court and uh, the drama off of the court and some of his departures from other places, it's very easy to just overlook how great he has been over the course of his career. And I think that's what happened here. I think it was a major mistake uh, to leave him off of there. He, He is one of the greatest defensive presences that the sport has ever seen. He helped revolutionize the sport where... Uh, Orlando would just put him in the middle and surround him with four shooters. That is basically the way that everybody attacks basketball nowadays and offense basketball nowadays, except for Frank Vogel. And and you have somebody here who has had the longevity. It'd be one thing if he had that that crazy flash in the pan early in his career kind of thing. And then because of the stuff that I mentioned, uh, his departure from Orlando, his departure from the Lakers, uh, his various departures since that it would be very easy to just kind of, if that was all that we saw and that was the way that his career ended, that we would, you know, you could just kind of say, well, you know, he needed to stick around longer, but he has. He has stuck around longer. He has won a championship, might win another one this year, and I think him not being put on that list is, is a pretty brutal look. All right, now to the fun stuff. Let's talk Austin Reeves, baby. Hell yeah. The Lakers, uh, you know, are the envy of everybody in the Dallas Mavericks organization as they find two productive white American players. Mark Cuban is beside himself. His lifelong pursuit has been such type players. And the Lakers have had two of them with uh, previously Alex Caruso and now Austin Reeves. Maybe the Lakers didn't bring back Caruso because it would be unfair to have him and Austin Reeves on the, on the same team at the same time. Uh, but here we are. The Lakers have seemingly found uh, another diamond in the rough. Uh, he was asked not to be drafted so that he could uh, be signed by the Lakers in, in, uh, in, instead of 
the way that his career could have gone down and, and maybe he arrives at some organization that, that maybe doesn't believe in him or give him the opportunity that the Lakers have. And look, I am somebody who was a skeptic of, of it wasn't even necessarily that I was skeptical of, of converting his two-way contract into a regular pro contract. I was just pointing out that they saved a little bit of money rather than signing somebody to an actual veteran minimum contract. So uh, I, I, even that said, though, I wouldn't have predicted. I did say on this show a few times that I didn't see this guy playing serious minutes or, or meaningful minutes. And I'm now going to make the case as to why he should. And it's for a couple reasons. One, uh, he, his shot isn't at a place right now. It looks good and eventually might become this that type of shot where defenses are bending to make sure that he isn't taking jumpers. It's not there yet. Uh, but he is somebody who will willingly shoot. And so as defenses don't bend to make up for where, uh, to, to, to make sure that they don't allow open jumpers for him, he will take advantage and knock some down. He's also very good at attacking closeouts whenever defenders uh, try to prevent, make up for not, you know, not, not taking a step uh, closer to him before he catches the ball. That means that they have to run that much harder out at him. And he is very good at using that defensive player's momentum against them and getting to the rim or making the right calls there. And that actually is the next place that I, I, I really enjoy watching him play. He makes right play after right play after right play. And it's just a pleasure to watch somebody, a rookie especially, who has that kind of feel for the game. Does he make mistakes, especially defensively? Absolutely. Uh, but he surprised me with the way that he defended John Morant in this last game. To be completely honest, they have Kent Bazemore specifically for perimeter uh, attackers who give who would otherwise give the Lakers fits. They even tried Avery Bradley on jaw. Nothing that those guys tried worked. I thought Reeves did the best job of just staying in front of jaw. Although it reminded me of playing the fetal position in front of a bear where you just give yourself up seemingly and the bear just gets bored and walks away. Jaw, for whatever reason, wasn't attacking Reeves. So so I guess thank you, Jaw, for, for that. But I think uh, Reeves, given that circumstance and, and given the way that he played, uh, approached guarding John Morant was 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 really nice to see. And then, you know, he played some meaningful minutes down the stretch of, of the fourth quarter. And I think that should continue. And I'll make the, another reason why that should continue here in a second. We did this exercise, Sabrina Merchant and I, on I Love Basketball, I believe last week, did this exercise where we tried to put together what a five-man lineup with Russell Westbrook should look like, right? So you have Russ out there. You can only have one big, so whether it's Davis or Howard, uh, however you want to make that work, and then so if you so you have your center, you have Russ, you want uh, a defensive-minded wing out there, just because you always need one of those. So let's say it's Bazemore. Um, you you want, preferably speaking, another player who can step out there and space the floor. Uh, that can be either Monk. Or that could be, uh, in this case, Reeves. And and I think in those minutes where Reeves and and Russ play together, I think it's a decent fit. I think Reeves just kind of stays home. Russ gets to wander around and try to 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 wreak havoc on defense with the way that he kind of gambles all over the floor. And I think that makes for a dynamic that 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 kind of makes sense. And then on the other side of the court, 
Russ is going to have the ball a ton. You still need a secondary or tertiary creator. And I think that's where Reeves makes a lot of sense, where the ball swings to him. He makes the right dribble if he has to dribble. He takes the right shot if he has to shoot. Uh, and, and I think that's where I think him and Russ, as the Lakers try to find ways to optimize Russ beyond playing next to LeBron and next to Anthony Davis, one thing that they have to figure out a way is to get Russ going when LeBron is on the bench. And I think this is where Reeves makes a ton of sense. Don't just take my word for it, though. On, on SilverScreenRoll.com, you have Jacob Rue uh, making that same case, not just for uh, Reeves, but also for Malik Monk, who I would agree should maybe get a few more minutes and, and, and a longer look than he has gotten so far. That might have something to do with the injury that he's trying to come back from, getting his legs under him as well. He has looked like Monk is never going to be a particularly great defender, but he has looked kind of slow on that end, and I... I think it's a combination of, again, him just not ever really being that great at it, and then also not looking uh, like 100% of himself. So as he gets healthier, I'd like to see Monk get some minutes. I would agree with Jacob there. Um, and then also we have Harrison writing up the stuff that I talked about a second ago with Dwight Howard and how disrespectful that was. Um, so check out that on SilverScreenRoll.com. The Taco Tuesday guys uh, have, have taken some what they have learned, some lessons that they have learned from the Lakers' 1-2 and two start. You're going to want to check that out on this very feed. And until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin, saying have a good one.